Good morning, beautiful souls. Today I come to say adieu, to say see you again, Yemaya. Yemaya, Yemaya. Yemaya is the mother of the ocean. She provides us with all creations. There was this ancient knowledge that life began in the ocean, in the water, in the vast ocean of God's love. How cool is that? And we human beings have resonated to the water. We have that within. Approximately 80% of our body is water. Our blood, our, our stuff, right? How fascinating this creation. The magical kingdom. The magical kingdom of your own personal world. I am walking on my last morning here in the sacred portal of Kaibe. It's actually an, um, I'm not sure how uh, <laughs> broad Marcus is, but it's not Airbnb, so it's the other one. <laughs> it's called Tidal Tranquility. The name Tidal truly resonated to me. I think I've been here since Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In these five days that I um, had personally retreat, had personal retreat with Goddess Yemaya, I've experienced the the lows, the ebbs and the ebb and flows, yeah? ebb and flow, the lows, the highs, the tides, the moon's movement through the tides, the gravitational force. I've experienced the deepest sorrows. Can you imagine? My son Theo died November 24, 2017. And during that time in ICU, when he was in coma, I was dancing to Drake's music, Passion Fruit. <laughs> so I played that video that my beautiful daughter Tiffany created. And I was walking for hours and I was feeling the grief, the pain, the tears, the scream, the anger, the rage that I have not shown the public. Even in the, in the hour of my son Theo's death, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't there. My spirit 
had left. My spirit took him to his ascension. I'm not sure if I've told you the story, but this is like retro, right? <laughs> Our planets Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Mercury, these are going to be in retro for six months. So guys, fasten your seatbelts. Walk the talk. Ground yourself into your body, into Mother Earth. Commune with nature, the ocean, the trees, the forest, the flowers. Love the animal kingdom. As a mystic, I seem to have these different tangents of my story. <laughs> my soul brother, brother, always points this out to me. Okay, Teza, where are you now? What are you talking about? Are we still in the dream or are you here? <laughs> because I live one foot in this realm of mysticism. I live one foot in this realm of Mother Earth. How the heck can I balance this mind? This archetypal energy of the mystic. How? Because the boundary the freaking one hairline of the mystic is insanity. Insanity. But the truth is we're all effing insane, aren't you? Don't you find yourself crazy at times? When you're mad at your mother-in-law? Don't you find it crazy when you're angry? That's insanity. When we keep repeating the same mistake and we, we want something different, that's insanity. All these theologians, scientists, Einstein, they are also insane. Because they have to go backward to receive the formulas of how the universe works. Do you see? That's the secret. It's the opposite of what we think. <sighs> You're having fun with me today. I'm walking you to the mystical path of Tessa, the mystic angel, the one who can get enraged, happy, calm like a, like a bamboo. But when Goddess Kali, Yemaya, entered my psyche, I 
I lose my groundedness. I allow them. I allow these mystical goddesses that channel through me, through the voice, through my soul, through my thoughts, my perceptions, my filters. This mystic goddess. Are here. I am in the presence of a carcass, a dead seal in front of me, and I feel his pain that nobody had buried him under the ground, nobody had this audacity. Audacity. Do you have audacity to do something that is authentically affecting you? I have honor for these women who are fierce, fiercely driven to do things that are unconventional. You know? My Tita Alma, she's my spiritual mother or sister, everything, teacher, healer, Scorpio, partner. She is intense. <laughs> Sounds like me. She's passionate. But she could also be so sweet. She could also be so sassy. She's amazing. <laughs> She grounds me and she believed in me. She's, she's, she witnessed my sorrows, my pain. And I am going to put and bury. Well, I'm not burying. I'm just putting soil in the carcass of the dead seal. Because I believe in these rituals in burying our dead and I believe the carcass with honor of the seal should be honored by Mother Earth's ground. So in the presence of the carcass of this seal, I bless your spirit dear seal for living a life that is full of joy floating in the vast ocean of Yemaya's care protection and sustenance of your life I am a witness of your existence and thank you thank you maraming salamat po that's the language of Filipino thank you for gracing me your carcass 
triggering me about the death of my son, the end of life in the physical dimension, triggering me for my trauma when I was a child in Philippines. In Philippines, I was walking. I love this uh, neighborhood, this ocean that I that I grew up in, um, in this area, in Paranaque. I stopped and I saw a crowd of people watching a dead body of a uh, man. I was watching and I didn't know that I was traumatized in that event. It just came to me this morning. It just came to me this morning. So, in honor of that child, my inner child, Tessang, I bless your memory and consciousness for a regeneration of your brain cells, your neural pathways to bless death as a rebirth and shift death it's a fact of life. With the death of my son Theo on November 24, I couldn't sleep for one week. I lay down in the couch of Theo where he sleeps. awoken by his soul and gave me an information from his Akashic records his soul incarnated in Mother Earth and had a sacred contract with my soul Radically, a radical, brave, courageous, authentic wisdom keeper, Theo, that he will incarnate as my child, taking the same karma sexual abuse when he was three by his cousin felt abandonment because we left Philippines we left him to the care of his grandparents Theo Theo is a Greek word for God.
Theodore is a gift of God. As I as I bury this carcass of seal in honor of our wounded victim consciousness I thank you Salamat anak means child in Filipino Tagalog language Theo incarnate many years of counseling to help him heal. Needless did I know it was actually for my own healing. He helped me heal my inner child while I was in that counseling sessions with him. That's his heroic act to incarnate. He was master. At 33, he attained moksha, freedom, liberation from the ego, from his brilliant mind, from his splintered it's a pain of mine. He wasn't able. He wasn't able to ground, to balance his mystic self. He tried so hard. a genius. He tried so hard. He tried so hard. His life was traumatized. And through it all, healing was addiction that was his medicine addiction to drugs alcohol women addiction to work perfectionism addiction to money We are all addicts. We feed the void in our soul.
He's just curious. He's probably curious. <laughs> Three weeks now? Yeah. yeah. I feel so sad. I was crying. It is, it is very sad. And the interesting thing You're is... You're giving him a burial? Yeah. Oh. Very sad. I, I don't know why. I don't know why he died. He's a big boy, so... Yeah. Or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the... He has rope around him. I wonder if he got caught up in the net. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Okay, back to us. He's a big boy. You've been here three weeks. Nobody gave you a burial. <laughs> so sad. <sighs> My God. Why? Why are we so inhuman? <laughs> Unattached. Why? Why? Why do we eat the meat of another animal? Why? Don't take me wrong, I'm still eating some fish at times. So I'm still pescatarian. But you know, I've grown so much in this lifetime. I had a friend who's a Buddhist, and I asked her, "Why do you, um, why do you don't, why do you don't, you know, like, why don't you eat fish or meat?" You know. So the Buddhist teachings is n no harming, right? And for them, anything that has eyes. Anything that has eyes can see, can feel. When she gave me that words, I was stunned. Anybody with eyes can see. I love rituals. I remember when Theo was 18, he fell in love with Jenny Kim. And he was crying the whole week. He wouldn't go to school. I used to drive them to school. And I finally confronted him and said, Theo, talk to me. What's happening? And he said to me, we lost a baby. His name's Riley. Ah, my first grandson was supposed to be Riley. I could name you Riley, right? So I'm naming a still Riley because this is what I did. I was so enraged and in pain and anger and because I feel the wounds of my children. So, on that night, I dig 
deep and I brought a hydrangea flower a pot of flower and I said to Theo we will have a ritual tonight anak we will bury the memory of Riley with the flowers of hydrangea so I gathered my friend Fanji and Theo and as he planted the hydrangea he was uplifted and every first bloom of that hydrangea I cut the fresh flower and bring it to Theo's room to remind him of the love of Riley. This is how I raise my children. I am not sure if you guys do this to your children, but this is how I roll. I do rituals with them. I pray with them. I pray with them. I had an angels network, Tristan and Tiffany, when they were like maybe nine or six. They had a journal and we will we will sit on top of my bed and I would ask them to journal with God. So they will just jot down whatever and I, I will hold hands with them and we are praying for our family members. We were usually praying for Ted and Theo because they're the rebels, the addicts, right? <laughs> That's my angel network, Tiffany and Tristan. They were children. Yeah, I lived in the imaginary, in the imaginations. They grew up with me. When we go camping, we get a, uh, a stick and we go by the lake and pretend that we're fishing. And they loved it. In my home, I had this. <laughs> the storage but I turned it into my craft room so and I put all these stars the glow stars you know yeah around the the walls the doors and when there's a family party I would gather all the children and we will go inside the storage and we will tell story and look at the stars the luminous stickers Hmm. Those were the beautiful days with my children. But of course, there's that crazy mom who's so intense, who's so strict, disciplinarian. When they wake up, they have to fix their bed. <laughs> uh, I had so many um, rules. They grew up with rules. We had to sit down in the in the dining room and have a family meeting every week. We write our intention, our vision, our dreams. I consult with them after school. I uh, carpool kids, babysat kids after school, and they became a part of our family. And we practice uh, spiritual seven spiritual laws of Deepak Chopra, <laughs> and they were like. Uh, Seven. 
they're already studying Deepak Chopra's work at seven years old. Oh, well, those were the days, okay? So I finished uh, putting soil to Riley and I'm gonna put more here and I'm gonna gather some flowers and come back to Riley. And yeah, it's a beautiful act of grace and also it helped me bury my past, my pain. Well, thank you so much for listening. And this is a long um, videos, oh, I mean podcast. And I'm, I'm really uh, happy to announce that Collective Awakening 65 chapters will be in the hands of my editor, Alma Maglea. I am in, I am so humbled by this divine grace to be a channel. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Namaste.